This is Saturday, March 5th. As a young man, my brothers and I kept a marine aquarium at our home in Miami. Now, this was not an easy thing to do for us to maintain. The fish require a well-balanced marine environment that simulates life on a coral reef. And smaller tanks are notoriously difficult because they easily accumulate toxins that can kill the fish. Add to this, our mission was to only have fish in our aquarium that we ourselves had collected from the wild. This required many trips to the Florida Keys and some pretty fun time searching the reefs for just the right fish. Now, once after seeking fish on the spot reefs off Elliott Key, we traveled across the bay toward the docks and toward home. As we were traveling back, we were pulled over by the South Florida Marine Patrol. They asked us what we had been doing and where we had been. And of course, we had nothing to hide. We were bringing home a cooler with a few live reef fish. Now, what we didn't know at the time was that though we had not captured these fish in the marine sanctuary, which would have been against the law, we were traveling through the sanctuary to return to the boat ramp. And of course, we couldn't prove where we had collected the fish. We had no idea we couldn't motor through this area. Now, the officers told us that ignorance was no excuse for breaking the law. And it was then that we wondered what would happen next. Would we be arrested? Would we get to keep our boat? But I think they saw how shocked and shattered we were by the whole thing. They knew we weren't poachers. We were kids on a mission. So they gave us a strict warning and took our fish and finally let us go. Now, here's our text for today. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 1 to 2. For every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in relation to God, to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He can deal gently with the ignorant and wayward since he himself is beset with weakness. Now, earlier this week, we focused on this text and especially the part that says that the priest himself is beset with weakness. We learn that Jesus lived with the same human weaknesses that we know. But we looked over the little portion of text right before that those words. It reads like this. He can deal gently with the ignorant and wayward. Now this section is carefully worded to say that Jesus can deal with those that wander into sin and also those that go headlong into sin. That is, first Jesus deals gently with our misfeasance, that is, our mistakes. Some of us wander into sin the way some sheep would wander away from the flock. One sheep is eating a tuft of grass and sees a little bit better patch of grass a little bit further away and moves there and continues moving away doing that. And before he knows it, he's separated himself from the flock. He's lost and he cannot find his way back. And he is in trouble. Now we can see how the Lord would have compassion on him. He didn't intend to get so far from the shepherd. But the circumstances of life created what you might call a life drift for him. And in the process, he fell into sin. 
But that was not his intent. Now, this is what happened with my brothers and with me. We didn't set out to break the law by bringing fish through the marine sanctuary, but we did. Now, the other word used in our text is the opposite. The wayward person is the person that knows full well that he is going the wrong way. Yes, he goes headlong towards sin with impunity, you might say. That would be like a poacher that plots evil and then follows through with it. When he is caught, he may plead innocent like it was all a mistake, but he knows better. Sadly, he leaves a wake wherever he goes, and often other people are hurt in the process. Now here is the surprise of our text. Jesus deals gently with this person as well. What? (laughs) You say? How can that be? But it's true. Now, that doesn't mean Jesus doesn't seek justice. He does. But he treats people gently, even when caught up in willful sin. And you say, well, why does he do this? Well, our text tells us that he himself was beset with weakness. Now, he didn't sin, but he knows the weaknesses we live with and the stuff we are made of. This opens the door to compassion and to our salvation. Now, at this point, I have to admit, I have seen the kind of willful sin that has torn apart lives and families. Most often, my heart turns to disgust and anger, and there's little place for compassion, and certainly for not for gentleness. But this is not Jesus. Jesus has compassion for everyone, those that drift toward darkness and those that have chosen it purposefully. Those caught up in sin because of deceit, and those that have done nothing but evil by their own design. How can Jesus be this way with hardened sinners? He knows human life. He, as we have said, knows our weakness. Also, Jesus is judged at the cross for us. Here's how Psalm 103 speaks of the heart of God towards sinners. He does not treat us as our sins deserve, or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. That's Psalm 103, 10-12. And yes, that is the key point. Our sins deserve judgment. But God sets that aside for the sake of his love. He is gentle with us because he knows what we have lived through and the grace that we need to be saved and to heal up. The good news is that then the way of grace is open for anyone that will come to Jesus, anyone that will call on the name of the Lord. And that forces me to revise how I view others and to learn the way of Jesus. It pushes me to trust the power of God's grace and his means of salvation, rather than my flawed, often flawed sense of what I think people deserve. Would you pray with me? Lord God, you are always challenging the way we see ourselves and others. We are stunned by your compassion and surprised by your gentleness. Show us how tenderness begets tenderness, and how your mercy expands to fill the water of the sea in Jesus. For we pray in Jesus' name, amen.